Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! On this episode of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, we discuss the Ryder Cup, the country of America versus the country of Europe. Hmm, whatever. Nationalism. Let's go! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the Ryder Cup. Yes, the Ryder Cup is this weekend running Friday to Sunday. From Whistling Straits in Haven, Wisconsin, there is not much like the Ryder Cup. It is It is so... And I think the part of that is that the emotion that is infused into the sport. Golf, not an overly emotional sport. You know, Tiger Woods was was incredible because he pumped his fist. And people were like, oh my God, pumping fist. That's so emotional. I love that. That is nothing for what you see at the Ryder Cup. Also, on top of that, it's a team sport. This is usually so individual. And one of the skills that is so incredible about it is that you're on your own. Just a course. Nothing. Quiet. And now in this one, it's chance of USA, your team rushing you after you you win. And, oh, it's just, it's incredible. It's nothing like it. And on top of that, it's a great way to lose money. Love gambling on the Ryder Cup. Love gambling on those one-on-one sessions on Sunday. There are 12 singles matches guaranteed on Sunday. Imagine putting money on every single one of them. That's something that a couple of our guests will do, which is, of course, the Pants Ready Prince and Charlie Chalk. They're coming on to make their favorite picks, how they see the Ryder Cup going, what are their leans, what are their favorite ways of losing money on this. We got you covered. Don't worry. We are going to be talking all Ryder Cup all the time. And on top of that, over at Losing Money WAB, let me go. We're going to be making free daily picks. So we made these, you know, this episode is coming up before we even see the matchup. So we don't even know the specific matchups. We're going to be taking more like top scorer, top American, some certain matchup things. But once we see specific matchups of how we see them going to be paired up, we're going to be making picks over at Losing Money WAB. <sighs> so let's not waste any more time. Charlie Chuck, going to be finishing up the show and going to be opening here with the Pans Ready Prince. With us now, his tea time is coming up. It's the Pants Right Prince to talk about Ryder Cup. Pants Right Prince, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Andrew. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. We get to hit the links. We get to do the Ryder Cup. One of my favorite, favorite things in sports. And it's always like one of those ones where, you know, the Olympics coming up. I know the Olympics are being hosted 20 years from now. But the Ryder Cup is always like, is the Ryder Cup in two weeks? Oh, my God. And I just get really excited. That's true. I, did you know that... The Americans have only won it twice this century. Yes, I yes, I have. They have gotten absolutely their ass kicked by Europe for very odd reasons, I'd say. So, like, there's these things of, like, you'd say, man, are, are the Europeans just better team players? Are they better match players? You know, why do they seem to create a camaraderie where the Americans seem to wilt? But it's actually not necessarily true. Between the the foursomes and the four ball, it's like relatively even, even though Europe has won, but it's pretty tight. It's in the singles competitions that Europe has absolutely trounced the Americans in this century. Which, you know, I, I think you think back and you're like, okay, that that can make sense. And and then I'm looking at it sure. this year and I, I just don't see how that happens again. Right? I, right? Th- I know we're, we're kind of cutting off the top here, but like, I think this is an important strategy on how, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. We talk about it funny enough with like the Emmys or like, you know, politicians or like w- the way you bet with those kind of things is that you usually pick uh, a theory of how you see the whole thing going and then you sprinkle down the bets on how you can make money all over the place because of that. And I think it's the same way. You got to pick which team you think is going to win and then you can kind of find ways to make money off it. But I'm right there with you. How does USA not win? They have 
by far the best team. Like by, it's not even close. Yeah, like the team is full of absolute superstars who have all played mm-hmm. unbelievably this year. And then you yeah. look over at the European side, and I mean, yeah, you got John Rahm, the best player in golf. You got Rory McIlroy, yeah. who you know can turn it on whenever he wants. But you have a lot of players who have not played well this year. Right. Like all year, yes. Lee Westwood has not played good golf since May. No. What's your favorite Weisberger memory? It's 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 insane that these the, these two teams are so close, and it's only right now a minus two fifteen favorite for the U.S. team to win to to hoist the jug. So just keep that in mind. But like it's it's. It's crazy to think that this is something you'd even have to stop and think. If usually you'd see this talent in any other sport, and if minus 200, you're like, well, I'm just taking the minus 200, right? But in this, you just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe the camaraderie uh, really works for the Europeans because we know how the Americans like to, uh, you know, kind of take everything by themselves. Yeah, I see, yeah. Which is so funny, too, the camaraderie of Europe. A continent, like, yeah. like what? I guess it's it's more anti-American than it is like pro-Europe. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is okay. Sergio Garcia being being nice and fun with? Is is what I would like to know. <laughs> yeah, him and Victor Hovland's like upbringing were very similar, yeah. of course. You know, you're like what? Um, yeah, okay. So, how are we going to lose money on this competition? How are we going to lose money on the Ryder Cup? You know, Pants Right Prince, where are you thinking that you're going to be placing your money on? Okay, so I'm looking at both teams, and I'm, I'm going to sprinkle some money on who I like on either team. I guess I'll start with Europe okay. because it's a little more uh, black and white. I, I think you sure. you got your clear favorites. You've got John Rahm, and you've got Rory McIlroy. And, and I think both of those can be a top European point getters. John Rahm, I mean, psh, do we even have to talk about what he's been able to accomplish yeah. this year? He is at the top of the leaderboard seems like every single week and is just mowing mm-hmm. down the field. Rory, on the other hand, has had yeah. quite a tough year, but Rory can, you know, Thursday, Friday, shit the bed. And then Saturday, all of a sudden he has the best round of the day and is right there with it just so he can blow it on Sunday. Um, that being <laughs> said, I think you can have, you can really push Rory hard in a singles match because I think he can turn it on at any second. Yeah, I think this is kind of an important note to like to bring it up as we're bringing up these players is that these are essentially small one-round tournaments all over the place. You know what I mean? To think it's like a four-round tournament while you're by yourself and you're playing the same course over and over again. While you're playing the same course, how you play is going to be different. Who you play with is going to be different. And you're essentially playing these little one-round tournaments. To, so my outside strategy of the Ryder Cup is kind of like these maybe a little bit longer shots because you could start thinking, well, if they get hot this one time or they do this this one time. But I think your strategy of going like, John Rahm's the best in the world. Why are we overthinking this? Is also a very prudent strategy. Mm, and I, I mean, I th- I think if you if you look down the European team, like I'm gonna stay away yeah. from Tommy Fleetwood. He has not played well this year. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna yep. stay away from. I, I love Mr. Lee Westwood and his uh, Guinness drinking abilities, <laughs> but I'm gonna stay away from him. And if if I want to look at underdogs, I'm gonna look at Paul Casey, who has you know other than John right. Rahm and Rory Rapp and Rory McIlroy has been underratedly maybe the best European on the field. And Shane Lowry, who can always, you know, have some fun when the competition is tight. I really like Shane Lowry. He's a he's a he's a great watch. So those would be my two kind of underrated picks. But I mean, how do you stay away from John Rahm? Yeah, I, 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 I'm right there with you. I, th- I think it's it's going to be hard to fight. The only the only issue I'd have is that you know sometimes we push back at taking favorites in golf is just some is sometimes a losing strategy because the odds are not going to be, you know, uh, 
either the incentive is not big enough on those odds to be sitting around that ticket for four days and going like, well, I hope for three days in the Ryder Cup, excuse me, is that like saying like, I hope this pays off at plus 350 when you could take a guy for plus 1,000 or plus 1,500 and hope that pays off as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why I like to yeah. always throw a nice little toonie on Corey Connors every week. <laughs> I know, I know you do, and sometimes that's paid off for you. So, um, you know what? Uh, same strategy you're talking about for Team Europe. I'm going to go with Victor Hovland as the top European at plus 700. Uh, these are the bets we're looking for. So you need these guys. So to, for top American, top European bets, you need guys that are going to be coming out at least five times. You know, if you're going out four times, that that definitely helps you. But five times is really placing you in a position where you can be the top European or top American. Uh, also who's your partnership? Like, you know, these players that find partnerships forever, like Spieth, like Thomas, they're always going to be together. Those kind of things are beneficial to both parties. Um, you know, Europe doesn't have a lot of guys beyond Rahm and McElroy who you think would count on for five straight matches. You know, Rahm is recovering from an illness. He might get a session less maybe than we expect. Maybe McElroy will play the whole time. Um, but his form is pretty inconsistent this year, so who knows? That leads me to Hovland. He's had a great season. He's finished the top 10 9 of 22 times anytime he's, uh, he started. He's young enough that five matches won't be too much to ask if he gets on a roll. So that's why we're going to go Victor Hovland at plus 700. A little bit spicier odds. Yeah, I like it, though. Victor's Victor's yeah. fun. I like it. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. And, you know, I think it pairs really well to, like, uh, maybe a Murakawa on the on the American side, like a younger guy um, that, uh, that that can really get on a roll if he's playing really well and maybe is playing above his weight a little bit for where the the intensity of the matches goes. That's somebody that can you can get going and put a lot of money on. And that would be, you know, in terms of my USA picks for top American, with better odds, I'm looking at Colin. I'm looking at both Xander mm. Shoffley and Colin Murakawa. I, I, yeah. Colin Murakawa plus 900, are you kidding me? This guy is so good and so young. No one hits their irons better than he does. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's really it's really hard to fight. So the I'm I'm right there with you. I'm going with Xander Shoffley, top American, plus seven fifty, and a little sprinkle on top rookie at plus four fifty. Um, Shoffley and Cantlay will play all their sessions together, uh, just like they did in two thousand nineteen at the Presidents Cup. And I think just Xander has the bigger odds. So that's where I'm going to go with. Yeah. You, you can see that the, the Spieth and Thomas as they ride all day in day one. But if either of them struggles, they might break them up. And I just think Xander can just step in there right a little bit. The only thing I'd say about Colin, though, and not to, not to push back on you, is that he just something happened to his back a couple months ago. And he has not looked like the same guy. Because when he started the year, holy God, there was no one hotter than Colin Marikawa. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yes. I, you look at Jordan Spieth and, and Justin Thomas, and I, and I th- think, like, yeah, you can always sprinkle some money on, on a top American there because they both have played so well. Jordan Spieth has found his game again. And, and I think – but then you look at, at the way you look at it, and you're like, okay, odds. How can I get a good return on my investment? And I think Xander Shoffley, Mr. America, the gold medal winner – why not put money on a guy yeah. who who won the field in the most international of tournaments ever? That's a good point. That's, it's hard to argue on that. I'm one. staying away from Patrick Canley. I think you know the adrenaline mm. of him winning the FedEx Cup maybe puts him at a dis- disadvantage here, where oh, he kind of okay. like you know you know when you use every single bit of energy to get that final win, and and, and you're like, okay, now I, I've kind of like you know exasperated myself. I'm not going to be playing as good as I know I can because I used it all to end the season. So that's why I, I right, feel yeah. like I'm staying away from Patrick Canley there. Uh, and I'm staying yeah. away from Bryson and Brooks because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to oh. do. And I, I just, I don't. I'm so glad you bring that up. Bryson is absolutely the guy I'm staying away from. You know what Bryson G. Chambeau is doing next week? 
He is in a long drive competition. This is actually true. He is in a long drive competition next week. That's absurd. I'm staying the hell away from Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, both of them. You know, Brooks's injury, who knows if, if yep. and, and the, his comments about not really caring no matter what he's doing unless it's a major championship. So how can you get up for those guys and put your money on those guys who you're not sure if they're – 100% there right now. I mean, yeah, they can yeah. say it all they want, but are they? Yeah, a long drive competition, you're tearing your hands up and you're going to go play the Ryder Cup. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Steve Stricker, it's time. You got to gain the confidence and put them together. Kepka DeChambeau, here we go. That's the pairing we all want for Team America to take home the, the whatever it's called, the Ryder Cup trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I kept. I was going to say the Claret Jug, and I'm like, oh, wait, it, no, that's yeah, what it's I want to say it too, and I know it's not. <laughs> I went with jug earlier because it is a jug-like thing. Man, we really prized jugs a long time ago. We really thought that was the peak of uh, of opulence. Hey, good-looking uh, jug is a good-looking jug. Hey, good looking, hey, you get what? Hey, that's you walk into your house and go, that's a nice-looking jug. Well, let me tell you a story how I want it. Uh, fans, Roddy Prince, thank you so much for coming on. We hope you lose money on the Ryder Cup, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Oh, you know I will. You take it easy. Next to the box, Charlie Chuck coming on to talk about the Ryder Cup. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm fine and looking forward to the most watched <laughs> golf tournament or match of the year. It's the oh, must-see it's so TV. Yeah. It's really good. So oh, get yeah. in there 8 o'clock Friday morning and uh, you come back on Sunday. It's a great, great TV, made for TV for sure. And you know what it's also made for? Losing money. So so what are your thoughts overall as we get into this Ryder Cup? Like I can I could give you the the press clippings I can tell you Team America full of stars absolutely littered with top 10 players and then Team Europe who has had so much success this century but has more of an underdog team. You know where what are you thinking about this tournament going into it? Well, it, you're basically covering it. We have eight, we as an Americans have eight out of the top 10 people in the world. So that rate alone should be a fix. Um, yeah. USA is favored um, heavily. And mm. um, I just, I don't get it. On paper, as we talk, the Americans should kick ass. They just, yeah. there's just no other. But then we come back and everyone says, oh, it's team concept, team concept. And Europe should be better at it. I, I don't agree with that right now i think that yeah. um there's four players playing for europe that are 40 years old or more mm-hmm. um these guys are veterans but they're going to play five matches five in matches, three yeah. days plus yeah. they're playing today being um being wednesday they're going to be out and they're going to play a full 18 guys like westwood and poulter and garcia they're not up they cannot play that much right. um it, it, they're gonna they, this is a long tough golf course it's going to be windy and Mm. sooner or later i do think the europeans will break down now that's said and done europeans have got those veterans but they also have rookies that are 35 years old (laughs) they've got players that they will hide as they say they will not be playing in the foursomes or the four ball and they're going to come out and have haven't played a match maybe one and they're going to be thrown against someone on sunday morning and this is why i feel that it is usa's turn Okay, so the USA currently sitting at a minus 215 right now. Uh, yes. You know, it's it's just, it's crazy to think back in this century how much Europe has dominated. You know, and we uh. and we love talking about the team teamwork, but it's just, you know, I was saying to the Panzeri Prince earlier, they have destroyed them in singles. They it, the Sundays are not even close. They've won six to three this century in, on Sundays. And those Sundays have been seven to four, eight to three. You know, like, it's just not even close. And I, I can't believe that considering how many 
talented golfers are from America. And maybe that's why they have six rookies, uh, the Americans. Yeah. And, and that might not hurt them that, that way. They're coming out, they're playing another game. It's not like the old guys, the Woods and the Mickelsons and right. guys who've been hanging around. So this is all new blood. And I think that might help and, in my opinion, change the way the outcome is. Okay. Well, well, I, I am, I am right there with you. So if you're favoring the USA, that means you're probably sprinkling down your bets throughout your card a little bit on USA centric or USA favorite uh, right. golfers. Who are the golfers that you're kind of like highlighting a little bit for this tournament? But I like J- Justin Thomas. He did very well in last uh, the last Ryder Cup, his only yeah. Ryder Cup. He's good, but I just don't see a weakness. I mean, maybe the Brooks mm. Kepka Deschambeau might be a bit of a, a sideshow or uh, whatever, but. They're players. You, you name a, the, another player. I think they are all very, very good. Um, I, I just I see more holes in the European side than I see right. anything at all with the with the Americans. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I could take. OK, so let's just look at it quickly. Europeans, okay. their best player in this tournament will probably be Rom, But yeah. and Paul Casey would be second. Paul right. Casey has done nothing, and he's the second best player out there. Mm-hmm. He's the the veterans like Poulter and Westwood wouldn't have even made the U.S. team. So I, I'm sorry, I, I just would lean heavily on it. I don't want to bet the USA at minus two fifteen. So I'm going to have to go after individual matches, and I'm just hoping that um, once they get rid of, um, as I say, Rom and Casey, all the rest, including McElroy, are up for. Let's go USA. Yeah, so here are the matchups I've been looking at for like you know individual bets that okay. we're going to be making before we see the matchups. The most points won. I'm going to be taking John Rahm over Justin Thomas. It's currently a minus one ten at DraftKings. Th- this is this is purely a bet of just how many times we're going to see them go out because that's another one that you got to think about. If you're ent- if you're going out into the course five times, you have a more ch- you have a bigger chance of obviously getting more points. This year, Rahm is is emerged as the world's best golfer. I think that's pretty that's pretty set for 2021. But in a team event, that doesn't necessarily mean he'll dominate. And if you want to know that, go back and look at. Tiger Woods' career at the Ryder Cup. It doesn't, single success at the PGA Tour does not always, you know, equate to success at the Ryder Cup, but it, it, it'd be silly for, to sit Rom for any of the four sessions of the first two days. So we know he's going to be going out a ton and, uh, and he should be the tentpole of Europe strategy. Whereas I think Justin Thomas being surrounded by more talented players might, you know, maybe he gets his, you know, the teeth kicked in in the first one. Well, maybe he'll sit the afternoon session. And he'll be back out both for Saturday. Who knows? But we know Rom won't, that won't be an option for Rom. So I like Rom going out for most points. Uh, one for team Europe there. I do agree with that. I do. I think that he, um, he, he, will, he, they can't afford to have him sit. That's right. Exactly. So. Yes. So I think he's given more of an opportunity to do that. And so then the other one that I'm going to say is the most points won between. There's another matchup that I've been looking at over at DraftKings. Paul Casey over Colin Marikawa for minus 110. I know you just spoke about Paul Casey not liking him, but his matchup versus Colin Marikawa, I really do like. Colin Marikawa, there's no one hotter at the beginning of the year than Colin Marikawa. But Paul Casey has been playing better. And since Marikawa hurt his back, he has not been the same player at all. I think this is a nice, the same thing we're talking about before. Paul Casey is probably the second guy out for Team Europe other than McElroy. And uh, and so I just like that. He's just given more of an opportunity to win more points than Colin Marikawa. Again, and if there is a third European, I think it's got to be Hovland, Victor Hovland coming out of yes. Norway. They, yes. they're, they're, putting a, uh, they're putting a lot of faith in him. He's a young guy. He's a heck of a golfer. And uh, um, he's going to be playing a lot too. I, they have to because of the, the yeah. team that they have. They just, too many guys who are making it have never played before and Lowry and this Weinsberger and these Weinsberger, like yeah. it's uh you know I don't know what 
to tell you. It's um, it just just seems like it it should happen. USA should win easily, and I know we'll be sitting there Sunday going. How are they tied going into the final day? <laughs> I know. I know. I don't, honestly, I don't get though, it. I don't get that it. That scares me away from just taking a team sitting here before the tournament starts, just going like, yep, here's a hundred bucks on Team USA minus 215. I just, that scares the absolute hell out of me. And so I think I'm staying away from the absolute, like the the big overall winner for a three day thing and just focus on matchups instead. 100%. My only thought quickly would be uh, what would scare me just in general would be John Rom is one firecracker of a guy. Yeah. If you're playing in, you're playing in foursomes. Okay. He doesn't like the guy. I don't care who it is. He expects everything. And, and again, it's alternate shot. And when you have alternate mm-hmm. shot and the guy lets you down, I don't think he can recover from it. He's still a young player. He's great. Yeah. He's great on his own ball, but I just somehow think this could explode more than it could be a problem. We'll see. But yeah, that's again, that's Spanish fire. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll see an all-team Spain with uh, him and Sergio. Uh, yes, okay, so j- yes. just to mention, too, you mentioned Fisher Hovland. I brought him up top European at plus 700 earlier. You can also get him at top rookie at plus 550 as well. So if you're looking at Hovland, there wow. you go. But Charlie wow. Chalk, lots of ways to lose money. We're going to be posting our free daily picks over at Losing Money WAB, where you can see how we're feeling about the matchups every day. But until then, we hope you have fun losing money. Thanks, Andrew, and uh, go USA. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much to the Charlie Chalk. Thank you so much to the Pants Ready Prince for coming on and making their picks. Like I said, at Losing Money, WAB, we're going to be making picks every day. And yes, there might be some Ryder Cup picks in there. But thank you so much for listening. If you are not sick of us already, we have another episode coming out. Of course, it's the NFL episode. It comes out every Friday where we're going to have all three on. The Gambler, Charlie Chalk, Pants Ready Prince. Making picks for week three in the NFL. And then on top of that, we have an episode coming out Saturday. Are you out of your mind? Three episodes in this economy? But yes, the gambler and I are going to be discussing UFC 266. Well, UFC's back. Big pay-per-views back. None of this fight night crap. None of this just some fights crap. We're going to be talking about real, real fights, which are going to be so exciting to break down. And that'll be coming out Saturday morning. So this is the first of a triple header of episodes. We hope you had fun losing money. Please rate, subscribe, review Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. We hope you have fun with the Ryder Cup this weekend, but we most importantly hope you have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!